the second period we'd have liked to have back. But uh, in between periods, we talked about how that's a growth opportunity as uh, for our team and as we move forward here. Um, you know, both games, I thought we controlled the bulk of the play in both games. We had a couple minutes uh, we'd like to have back in both games. But in the end, we found a way to win the game tonight. Leon played a lot of minutes, obviously, with Janmark out of the lineup tonight. Just what a difference maker he was in his 21 minutes yeah. tonight. You know what? I would say that um, that's typical Leon Dreisaitl minutes, first of all. Uh, our players have been conditioned to play those type of minutes, certainly uh, specific people. Um, and I think he's been the best player on the ice through two games in the series by far and uh, he found a way to get things done um, you know in different in different ways and um, you know, it was a big reason we won the game tonight you had very good results when you were 11 and 7 in the regular season and tonight a couple times you had one of your top two centers cycling through with your fourth set of wingers and resulted in goals uh, just a formula that you seem to like to, to have and can can play around with that way well you call them the fourth line wingers. I wouldn't call them that. Um, I think we have a lot of really good hockey players. I think we've demonstrated over the last year and a half a flexibility in our lineup to go 12 and 6 or 11 and 7. And, um, you know, there are benefits and drawbacks to both alignments. Uh, for us, in the end, we found a way um, to get the two points tonight with the 11 and 7 lineup. Uh, we feel quite comfortable doing it. What have you seen uh, from Stuart Skinner through two, his first two playoff games? Yeah, you know what, I, I don't know if someone in the coach's room told me or I read it somewhere or whatnot, but I think he's the, fir is it the first rookie goaltender in Edmonton to win a, a playoff game since Grand Fear. He said this the other day when he broke Grand Fear's record. Anytime you're mentioning the same sentence with Grand Fear, you're doing something right. Uh, Clem Costin, uh, game one, he looked like he was so jacked to get in that game to get in a playoff game. Today he was more controlled. He was still physical, but it seemed like he was more. It was more of a controlled physical play. Just a thought on his game today, and obviously scoring that huge goal for you. Yeah, he's been a. He's gonna be. He's been a good player through both games. Big physical. Um, he works his butt off on the forecheck and on the track. Um, and that goal, you know, you've seen it all year. He has a very, very good shot and he's not afraid to shoot through people. Tonight he did and found, found a spot and, you know, I think um, helped our team settle in. Jay, how would you describe uh, both the kind of the flexibility and help to the team um, when Leon Dreisaitl is healthy, like he wasn't last year and is able to now play center and drive his own line? Yeah. Um, are you asking about the alignment or about Leon specifically? Just Leon specifically and how that helps you as a coach and as a general. Yeah, yeah well, I, you know what, I think when Leon's fully healthy, I mean, the guy's won a heart trophy. Uh, you know, his play speaks for itself. He is a uh, power forward in today's world, the modern day type of power forward with elite skill. And when he plays on the wing, he's dangerous, but when he plays in the middle, he's dangerous as well. And I think when, um, you know, it's a benefit uh, for, for me as a coach to be able to move him around the lineup. But I would also say that, um, you know, I think we demonstrated with other people being moved around, they can play wing, center, they can drive their own lines as well. And, and so for me, um, like I said earlier to Ryan, I, we have a lot of really good 
hockey players, and uh, that's a luxury for our coaching staff. And you were asked earlier about Stuart Skinner. Uh, I wonder how you felt he kind of settled in or, or what you thought of his third period after those two goals late in the second. Yeah, helped us win the game. Just like last game, he gave us a chance to win. And, um, you know, in the end, we did. So we're walking back into that room. We'll, we'll enjoy it for a little bit and, um, you know, and then we'll travel well and get ready for game number three, which is sure to be a good one down in L.A. Jay, on that note, um, keep saying we've been here before, but can you speak to going to L.A. with a split and trying to come back up 3-1? Yeah, well, we have the experience, number one. Um, I can tell you that I'm not worried about what's going to happen uh, four or five days from now. I'm worried about making sure we take care of business with recuperating, resting, and traveling tomorrow. That's where my mind is, so that we can be in the right headspace to play a complete game in, in game number three. That's something that we've um, pounded into our group um, right from day one, is that if you want to get to where you want to get to, you got to take care of the day's business. You don't waste energy or worry about uh, things too far down the road. You've uh, had to kill a lot of penalties in this series for the first couple. Nice to see a couple more power plays your way. But just a thought on Bukestad's work. Uh, went 10-3 and three in the face-off circle, especially on the PK, including on the play made on the 5-on-3. Yeah, I thought the penalty kill was excellent tonight. Um, you know, excellent. Um, and I thought um, our power play did its thing in its one opportunity. Um, you know, we made them pay. And, um, you know, there are things within our control and there are things without or not in our control. And as a coach, I try and model uh, to our players um, taking care of the things within your control. Jay, Janmark did not play. Uh, is he day-to-day -day or is he going to miss this whole, whole series? Yeah, um, you know, we had a maintenance morning this morning and we decided that he wasn't going to play and, and we had the necessary pieces to play 11 and 7 today so we're going to take it day by day so he could play sometime in this series as i said this morning our players level of pain threshold continues to amaze me jay it's maybe it's an odd question you've been up two nothing in both games really controlling the games what, what do you, is there anything your team can do to get that third goal? You find, like, as a coach, I can't score the goal, obviously, but do you know what I mean? Like, you've had the control, and you get that third one, and so it seems to be a much big difference. Is there Did any you watch the game tonight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when was their first shot on net? Oh, 18 minutes in. 18 minutes in. Um, did we have numerous chances to try and find that third goal? We did. Their goaltender makes them, made a save. I think um, we demonstrated an ability to stick with it, even when the other team found a goal or found a tying equalizer goal. Um, I think we controlled the bulk of the play in both games. There were moments in both games that uh, we'd like to have back, that we, we think we can control better certain moments. Um, but what I liked about our team, and I used this word earlier, was the resiliency of our group um, to be able to shake that off and find the third goal in the third period. Would I like to be up 3 nothing? Yeah, I think anybody in hockey would like to be up 3 nothing. but, you know, the other team gets a say in things too, and they're a pretty good team. And when you go 11-7, and seven, you're able to use a lot of different combinations. Ryan Koss and Drysaddle really hasn't been one of them during the regular season, but they, they clicked early today, and you kept going with them. Well, and 
do you have a feel of why certain ones work on a certain night? Yeah, you know what? Actually, I think if you would go back to the last um, regular season game in LA, you would see that that line was used. Um, and I think um, anytime a coach um, puts something together, um, you're watching for how people react to stimulus and you're watching uh, if a certain type of chemistry can develop. Um, as I said earlier, we have a lot of really good hockey players. And uh, when you move guys like Dreisaitl or McDavid around the lineup, they typically bring the best out in the people they play with. Uh, just one for me. It yep. takes lots of elements to be a good team to yep. win rounds. Uh, what about having a chin? You know, you guys give up a two-goal lead going into the break mm. and come out and win the third period. How important is it to be? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, you know, uh, I shared with you what we talked about in between that second and third, but essentially it came down to how we we're going to use that as a growth moment and get better, and that's all that mattered um, was, was to commit to, um, you know, finding the end result that we wanted. Um, you know, like I said, I thought we played very well in game number one, and uh, we found a way to not win that game, but we're not in the business of moral victories. We're in the business of uh, putting ticks on the board, and right now that board says one tick for L.A., one tick for Edmonton. As I said, we'll enjoy this game uh, for the next 15, 20 minutes. We're going to have a good day tomorrow and be ready for game number three.